Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature. Now, it's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I actually do have a gin in my hand, so you probably will have to yeah. <laughs> you, you are not the first person to join this podcast with the gin in your hands. I swear that's like a regular okay? I know. I think it is. My friend was like, I think you should get a drink. And I was like, I do too, definitely. <laughs> this doesn't this deserve amazing. one. I don't know what does. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to the DPC podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things dead parent, the good, the bad and the banter. Hosted by Sam and Kat. So today we have somebody on called Kaylee. So Kaylee was kind enough today to offer to come onto the podcast because we had to give out a last minute plea um, mm-hmm. just out of the blue. And she stepped up to the plate and she's recording with us, which is buzzing, <laughs> considering it's been about eight hours since you agreed to do it. So that makes me sound really sad, doesn't it? That I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, here I am. <laughs> it's very, very ideal. Plus you're a student, so you can be available whenever. So you've got an excuse. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Kaylee, will you please introduce yourself a little bit? Like who you are, where you've come from, where would you go? Where did you come from? Cut and Joe. I was just about like, to say, don't say Cut and Joe. Like, is that, is that what you want me to say? <laughs> Um, yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, so I'm Kaylee. Um, I did live in Newark, and that's like kind of how I know Sam a little bit. Um, and then from Newark, I moved to Spain, and then Spain didn't work out with my family, so now we all live in Warrington. Um, and then yeah, and yeah, is that all? Is that what you wanted to know? Warrington. Yeah, I didn't know you went to Spain. Yeah, yeah. So I was so I lived in Newark up until year four. Um, and then year four, I moved to Spain, so that's why I left. I think I was in New- in Spain for like what ten months, I think. I think it was around ten. It wasn't a year, and then we moved to Warrington. So I live fifteen minutes from Warrington. What? What? Really? <laughs> that's crazy. You've not been here, have you? Don't come. <laughs> I go to Warrington. I go to Warrington like quite a bit. We've um. What about best friends who's there? Yeah, Hannah Whiteley lives there. Um. We've got a potential client over there with work at the moment, so I was there for a full day the other day. But yeah, I live in Northwich. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's not far at all. No. That is crazy, isn't it? Well, there you go. So yeah, that's where where I am at the minute. Oh, glorious. What uni are you at? Um, I'm at Man Met, Manchester Metropolitan. Um, But I live at home. I've not lived out. Um, I've lived at home at the minute, because obviously Warrington, Manchester is like, what, 15 minutes on the train. Um, it's so close on the train it's mad yeah it's ridiculous it cost me like a thousand pound a day to get the train but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I get the train <laughs> to live at home at the minute and then what do you what are you studying at uni 
I'm still doing primary school teaching. Um, and I'm in my first year, so I took three years out. Um, so really, oh, all yeah. my literally all my friends have graduated. Like it's so depressing. All of them graduated last June, and then I started September. Um, but yeah, but I'm glad I did it. But yeah, so I'm only in my first year. But I turned 22. Like what? <laughs> what date are we on? 21 days ago, I turned 22. <laughs> oh, I'm a school student. Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild for me and how come you took three years out what did you do um so I left obviously I was in college um left college and then everyone was like oh go to uni and I was like but I actually have no idea what I want to do with my life so I'm not going to get myself like 50 grand in debt um (laughs) so I worked in worked in Dorothy Perkins and then I went traveling um only for like oh god I didn't even end up being six months because I spent all my money <laughs> um, that's not even a joke. Like I have to come home and leave me friends. Like I spent all my money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and now at the minute, I worked in a call centre full time, uh, and then and then I'm there part time now. And then obviously at uni at the minute. So yeah, that's bloody hell. That, that's something I'd do. Go traveling, like try and stay there for a year. And then after about three months, be like I've just spent all my money on food yeah. and food. So I think I, I need to go. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It was really good. Like, I think I only ended up doing... I mean, to be fair, we were only meant to be doing the six weeks anyway because it was, like, the whole of August, um, just around Europe. And then I think about three weeks in, I was like, okay, I have £200 in my name and a flight's going to cost me £150. And I was like, I need to do something about this now. But it was so good. Like, I'm not... I don't regret it at all, spending on money. Like, that's just me now anyway. So it's one of those. <laughs> Well, at least at least had a good time whilst you were there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was absolutely amazing because we did all like like every, all my friends like oh do you want to go Rome? I'm like I've already been. Or do you want to go Barcelona? I'm like oh, I've already been. Like, I did literally all like you know the cities that you'd want to go to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did all them like Venice. Like it was absolutely amazing. So I'm so glad I did it. It's really good. Really good. I bloody love Europe, me. Can't wait for Brexit. Yeah. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I know no it was good to be fair it was <laughs> fabulous so I suppose the main reason why you're here then yes um this is of course the dead parent club podcast mm-hmm. so you have a connection to the DPC can you please let us know how you are affiliated I can yes so my mum passed away um it'll be 11 years in April 11 years which is crazy um and she had bone cancer um and yeah she passed away I think she had cancer for like I don't honestly I'm not good with dates I think it was maybe just under a year um Mm. and I was I was 11 11 when she passed away um, because obviously I'm 22 now um so yeah so that's why I'm part of the crew see this is like going to be different for us because you're the first person we've had on the podcast whose parent died at such a young age Mm. Yeah, I know. Which is, I think it comes with like, I think like a completely different territory, really. Like, our questions aren't really what we'd usually talk about is probably completely different with you, to be honest. Because I suppose your how you remember it must be, I don't know, like it must be hard to remember everything. Yeah. To to be honest, I mean, weirdly, anyway, my memory is really good. Um, Mm. like. Like as I, I was like nine when I lived in Spain, and I still remember a lot of that, um, yeah. and I do remember quite a bit. But I, th- I think that's why I find like 
listening to obviously the other podcast quite interesting because the stuff that I think oh my gosh like I can proper proper relate to and then some, mm-hmm. some stuff I'm like oh no I have no idea do you know what I mean yeah um, and I think there's kind of like pros and cons isn't there of being so young like I know it sounds weird but there is do you know what I mean there is pros and cons of it I think yeah I know what you mean do you have you got siblings and stuff yes yeah, so I'm actually them. one of four um so I'm the oldest so there's me my sister Sinead shout out to Sinead um <laughs> and <laughs> um and then my brother Niall and then Sean so there's there was four yes yeah, four of us I'm the oldest unfortunately <laughs> oh wow that's so much responsibility yeah it, it was you know that's like when I was kind of reading the questions some of them I did think the math the, the biggest change was kind of going from like oh just this 11 year old girl who was the oldest of four to like oh like I'm like the woman of the house now do you know what I mean yeah um, so yeah I think like if I'd not been in, I think if I'd been an only child it would have maybe been a little bit of a different story um I think that that makes it a little bit different the situation because I was the oldest of four and it was just kind of like, right, come on, Kaylee, like, step up. And I was 11. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Do you think that you, like, did you, like, deal with your emotions behind it at the time? Or do you think that happened later on? I think it's weird because I think because I was so little, you don't, you honestly don't know what's going on. And I was saying, even saying this to my friend the other day, like, like right now, and like when I've heard you two speak on the podcast, when it happened to you two, you were so aware of what happened and you were like, mm. oh my God, this is the worst thing. And like, you probably both had jobs. You were, I think you were both in uni. I'm sorry if that's not right. No, yeah, you're right. Um, and, and it was like, you're, you were like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm going to like, do, you're going to have to do something about your job. You're going to have to do something about uni. And it literally for me was like, oh, I'm not going to primary school tomorrow. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. so, so, it was, it was, it's like, I think, I don't know I think I did deal with it and I think in a way I was maybe quite lucky because I, I had that chance to maybe deal with it where I could just literally not go into school for two weeks and and that was it really like you know what I mean like I remember my friend was like should we go into town tomorrow because you're not in school you know what I mean I know that sounds so weird but like when you're 11 you don't think of it if the fact of like this is what's just happened to you do you know what mm. I mean does that make sense I'm yeah. sorry if it doesn't <laughs> yeah do you remember much of it at the time yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember loads of it. Yeah, like quite a lot, to be fair. Because it's like significant things, isn't it? And I think like, yeah. no matter how old you are, like I think the memories that like you two have now, um, even 11 years down the line, I could probably guarantee mm. like you'll have them now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did your um, did your mum or your dad like sit you down and like have that dis- discussion with you then? Yeah, do you mean when I found out that she had cancer? Yeah, or like when you found out she was like going to die. Like Yeah, so so basically, um, just throwing another spanner in the works, I don't live with my dad. I actually okay. live with my stepdad. Um, yeah. And I still live with my, with my stepdad now. Um, so I live with him. So I kind of remember like, I, know, I remember um, my mum was doing, you know, them exercise videos, you know, them DVDs <laughs> videos. Yeah. I've been in my call. <laughs> Yeah, you them DVDs that you can do. Um, and I remember we'd been doing them, me like 10, trying to like lose weight. Um, <laughs> and that is everything that's wrong with our generation. <laughs> no, yeah, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> um, and I remember we'd been doing that. Um, and I remember my mum being like, oh, my arm's really hurting. And then she'd also got a new job as a receptionist. So I think we kind of thought maybe it was something to do with that. This is kind of what I remember anyway. And then I didn't think anything of it. 
and then I remember we come home um, and I think my brothers, God, how my brothers would have been like three, five maybe. They were in the living room and they sat me and my sister down and they were like, we've got something to tell you. And I remember being like, okay, like, oh, oh we're moving to a different country again. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Because we just moved to Spain. Um, and, and they were like, yeah, like your, your mum's got cancer or like mummy as it would have been. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's got cancer. And I think now... When, when people talk about cancer like you're so aware of what it is and like the treatments that you have and like you you, you, you always know someone who's had it mm. whereas because I was 11 all I'd heard is these is basically cancer was associated with death but for me that was what it was yeah um, and I remember burst out crying and I, I remember my sister didn't know how to react because I literally don't even think she knew what was going on I mean she would have been what eight so she, I remember she looked at me and because I cried, she started crying. I remember that. Um, and I remember being like, what? Like, what? Like, does this mean that she's going to die? Like, I, for me, like, this was like basically them saying, yeah, no, this is it. Like, do you know what I mean? Because I didn't get it because I was so little. Yeah. And then obviously they explain in like the childish way of like, there were all these germs and they're really bad germs and that she's going to have this like medicine to stop the germs, but they might also... You know what I mean? Like in like a childish way, they describe yeah. it to you. Um, and then, yeah. Like they try and describe how children are born. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. And it was very like, okay. And then I just remember being so upset because just, you just, at the time, you did just associate it with, and even now you would. I'm not saying yeah, now yeah. you'd be like, oh, I know more about it now. I'm not going to be upset. But you know what I mean? It was just one of them where it was very like, oh my god this is like horrific but yeah so I do I do remember quite a lot to be fair yeah like so like what was it like when you guys realized that she was gonna die then like was she at home was she really unwell like so yeah so um she'd so that when did that happen so we moved house quite quickly um we moved into the house that we're still in now we moved into there in the December and just before when we were in the old house, we'd been saying like, oh, your mum's going to get this, um, like, you know, like a metal plate in her arm and everything's going to be okay kind of thing because she had bone cancer in her arm. Okay. I remember us talking about it and we booked this, we booked to go like, I think it was the Lake District in Easter, the Easter holidays in that April. Um, So everything was literally like fine. Like it was kind of one of them, like everything's looking up, it's going to be okay. And then we moved house into the house we're in now. Um, and it was just kind of one of them like you, you both probably get it you'd come home and she'd just not be well and that was just kind of life wasn't yeah. it you know what I mean it was just you just kind of don't even think about yeah. it do you um and like she'd just always be in bed and then we have a three-story house as well so her room is in the top was on the top floor oh, so she'd, yeah. ring, she'd ring you and be like I need a glass of water and you'd be like for god's sake like um and then yeah and then I remember she went she went into a hospice but at the time I had no idea what hospice was like now if you someone goes into a hospice you know full well they sounds horrible but they're not going to come out with yeah. them, are they yeah I had no idea to me she'd moved from Warrington hospital to a smaller hospital I had no idea like I was just like oh she's moving to this hospice um and then I remember I used to always go um, swimming with my friend every single day because it it sounds horrible, but this was actually the Easter holidays. So this is when we were meant to be going away. 
my mum was too okay. well. She was put in the hospice, so obviously it all kind of went downhill. Um, and I remember I, was, I went swimming every single day for these Easter holidays. Um, and my, my, so when I lived in Newark, we had these weird, this really good family friend and she was staying with us while everything was kind of going on. And I'd said to the family friend, Alison, I said, oh, I'm going swimming. And she was at home and my stepdad was in St. Rocco's Hospice with my mum. And I remember Alison said, you can't go swimming today. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I don't want to be <laughs> like, hang on, you can't tell me what to do. And I was like, what? I was like, I can't go swimming. She's like, you can't go swimming today. You've got to go and see your mum. And I'd seen my mum like all the time. And I was just like, you know, like, why is life so unfair? Like, I want to go swimming. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. and then I remember saying to her, why have I got to go swim? Why can't I go? Why can't I go? And I remember she got really upset. And I don't know what, I don't know. I, I can't to this day I cannot tell you but I got really really upset and I went things are really bad aren't they and and she went and I'll never forget this she went you're a really clever girl Kaylee that's what she said Aww. to me and and it was just you know one of them like you're clever like you know so then yeah. we, I couldn't go swimming so then me and my sister went to St Rocco's um and we like went and saw my mom you know like at this point I don't even think she was talking at this point she was kind of mm. in I don't even really know but there's like now I still don't know like a coma I don't I really don't know um and my stepdad was like oh the nurses just want to speak to you and we were like okay so me and my sister and my stepdad went into the room um I don't know if you want this much detail by the way I'm just telling you yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I went into the room and there were like these three nurses and I remember the, the nurse was like okay so we're just we're just here because we just want to ask you like what you think's happening with your mum's treatment and I remember like kind of saying like well mummy's having chemotherapy because it's making it's not making her very good but it's making her better at the same time mm. and I remember all of the nurses started crying and like do you remember yeah. as a kid if you ever see an yeah. adult cry it's like you know it's bad like yeah. if, if you know an adult is crying you know that that's really bad because you're like oh bloody hell and I remember thinking <laughs> this is not good news here do you know what I mean um yeah. and they were all crying and I was like oh and they were like well they were like that that's not that that's not that's not working anymore and they were like that the chemotherapy is not working anymore um and they were like like that that's not you know what I mean they basically said like that's kind of that that's not working and that's not going to happen like your mum's not going to be here forever and it was horrible like obviously it was horrible and I remember I was crying and my sister was crying and it was just one of them but then I, but then again it was the whole you're the oldest thing and they were like oh come on like you two now you're you're in it together kind of thing but then after yeah. that I went and saw my mum every single day I mean I think she died five days later to be honest I don't think, even think it was a week yeah. um but I went and saw her every day every single day it was the Easter holidays I'd get up in the morning and go and see her like, I was just like, because do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's just what I did. That was really depressing. But yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't even like comprehend. <laughs> We're both going to say exactly the same thing though. <laughs> I, know. I know. It is, it is, I think it's weird because I think like you, well, I don't know, like, you know, your friends are like, that's horrible. I couldn't imagine that. It, and it is, it's so horrible, but like that's that's just my life like it's just one of them yeah. like what are you gonna do <laughs> do you know what I mean like do you feel is... like do you feel like a little bit disconnected from it in a way isn't like that feels like it happened to somebody else now yeah. like but like you know the story 
you know what no one's ever ever said it like that but yeah I fully completely agree with you no one's ever worded it like that before but I do think that's because I think like when imagine imagine yourselves when you're 11 like you don't know who you are when you're 11 like you don't you've not you've not experienced literally anything like maybe you've had a boyfriend that you've got over like from (laughs) MSN but you know what I mean like you've you've not had you've not experienced anything and now I'm like this like now I'm a person if this happens to me now I'd be so aware of how I felt and how I acted and what to do but I do completely no one's ever worded it like that but yeah I do I feel I think I feel a bit disconnected from it don't feel like it's happened to me yeah so long ago as well now do you know what I mean yeah it's just like a story that you know really really well De- yeah definitely I'm gonna I'm gonna remember that yeah because no one's never worded it like that before <laughs> but no, I completely agree with you that is it she's good with words like Catherine yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> I just can't imagine from your like stepdad's point of view or your mum's point of view like how you even figure out how to tell children that this is happening Uh, yeah I think I I think I always think that because I think what was quite hard was I was there when my mum passed away but but my sister wasn't and my two brothers weren't so what was hard was I had to come home with my stepdad knowing that, that they didn't know like I had to come home with it with them and my sister was at home and my brothers were at home and I, and I remember Nino saying, right, come on, Sinead, we'll go. I call my stepdad Nino, by the way. Don't ask. <laughs> really long story. And I remember my step Nino saying, come on, Sinead, we'll go in your room. And it was like, and I, heard, I remember hearing them go upstairs and thinking, like, she has no idea. And, and I do. And I don't know, like, how, I don't know, how do you do that? That's, that's it, isn't it, really? Um, but, but yeah. Like I, I think that was, but I think I like, I'm so glad that I was there. So glad. Like, I don't know if, I think Sam, you were, I think. I'm not sure about you. Yeah, Sorry. yeah I was, I, I was yeah. there when my mum died, yeah. And I just, I am just so glad I was, like, even though it was horrific and I was this 11 year old in front of all these adults, I'm so glad I was because I think like I can, you know what I mean? I've, like, especially when it happened, everyone was like, you were with her to the end of you know what I mean like one of them yeah Yeah. in a way though especially as like a young child that was probably you probably understood that ending more than Mm. if somebody came up to you and said you're not going to see your mummy anymore yeah actually like you're aware that that's happened and that's Mm. the end whereas I think it must be really hard as a child somebody coming up to you and being like your mummy's gone you're not going to see her anymore and being yeah. like it must be really difficult to comprehend and be like but I saw her yesterday how is yeah. how is that now not possible yeah I think and I just think as well like because I, I, I was I remember being in the living room when they like spoke to my brother about it and my brother was like no you know what I mean he must have been oh my god I'm not even doing the maths young <laughs> he <Yeah>. was young <laughs> um but like I remember he was like no like no that's not happened and he was dead upset and he was like, mm-hmm. no, that's not happened. And he like, get it. But like you said, I think because I was there, I did see it. I saw, I literally went, I went into the room. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I literally did kind of see it firsthand of like, she's gone from this whole stage and this is kind of the ending now. And that's why I think, I don't think anyone who's been there when it's happened has said, oh, I wish I wasn't there. Have they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's, like your relationship with your stepdad then must be 
so like I don't know like are, are your brothers your stepdad's kids or your dad's kids yeah so <laughs> so um my so me and my sister uh are, are like have the same mum and dad um yeah. and then my mum remarried my stepdad and then mm. they have my two brothers um, okay. but I still see my dad and stuff by the way like I know you probably don't want to ask um I still see my dad and stuff um yeah but it was just I've, like I've they I've, oh my god I think I've lived with Nino since I was about two so it was just a yeah. like, question of me moving back with my dad um that relationship would be like completely different now too because like you've been through it with your stepdad like mm-hmm. you went through that situation together so your bond must be like crazy yeah I think I think it is because I think as like kind of like I said before it was very much like when it happened it was very much like come on Kayla like step up to the plate now like I remember when I finally went back to school this teacher who you know when you used to have that teacher who'd come in on like a Friday afternoon and teach you like French um, <laughs> yeah one of them she'd come in and she'd obviously knew me she was like oh how's everything with your mum um and I remember I couldn't tell her because I couldn't say it like I was only 11 for god's sake I couldn't say to someone my mum's passed away um mm. so I got my mate to tell her and then she come over to me and I, she said to me she went oh well you're like the mum of the house now and I think I think now it's so much pressure especially someone who's training to be a primary school teacher now why would you ever say that to someone why would you mm. ever say because to me that in my head I was like oh, well, I am, I am, like, the the woman of the house now, like, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, it was very much, I don't know, and I remember, like, if everyone would be arguing, like, the the boys would maybe argue about Thomas the Tank Engine, and Shane would be arguing because she wanted to know when the tea was, and I'd be, like, stepping in, and I'd be like, right, come on, we're going to go play Monopoly, let's go, like, do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on, off we go, like, I'd kind of, when I could see that Nina was, like, about to, kill us all <laughs> I was saying, yeah. not all the time like I'm not saying I was like the best daughter ever but sometimes I'd be like right come on we need to like chill out here do you know what I mean yeah well yeah. I can like I can totally understand where you're coming from because a lot of people said to me after my mum died mm. and I was obviously a lot older than you like I was mm. 20 20 um yeah. Or tw- yeah I was 20 but they were like you know you're you're the woman of the house now like you yeah. have to keep your dad in check and you have to make sure everybody like communicates yeah. with each other and keep the house tidy and it's just like I never fucking signed up for this yeah exactly yeah exactly like it's just this is not my job yeah <laughs> literally yeah like it's just not because I think as well I was like well I'm like I don't know I was like well I'm gone like where's my time to kind of get over this like do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. don't get me wrong I'm literally not saying like oh they had me paying for bills like I'm not saying that but they had me working a pub around the corner to get the money in like I'm not saying that but I don't know I think a lot a tiny bit of it it did feel a lot of pre- a lot of pressure for me to kind of step up yeah. because I was the oldest and I think even for people who have got both parents if you're the oldest it's very much like you should know better you're the oldest mm. or and it's very like well come on like you go tell them what to do because you're the oldest and and then it's like I was so bossy and even now I'm very very bossy I'm I, everyone I work with if any anyone that I work with will go yeah bloody hell like I am really really bossy but that that's why because I've always kind of I think I've always kind of like 
been the leadership one to take charge and be like, right, come on, everyone. Like, this is what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. yeah. So did that, like, stick with you throughout then, like, obviously going through, like, sex? like secondary school and everything as well did you still feel that pressure back home um what do you mean kind of like just having to step up is that what you mean yeah yeah like did you still feel like because obviously at the time you're mm. 11 years old and someone's like you're the woman in the house now and you're like mm. well, did you did that still continue or was there a point where you were like I think I think it was just kind of more gradual and to be honest I don't know whether it just kind of came I don't know I think I always felt like I was the oldest and I think I've always been a little bit bossy but I don't think that stayed like the entire time do you know what I mean um mm. and my step I mean my stepdad's remarried now um and he oh. when did, yeah when did we meet Wendy I think we met Wendy when Oh my god! I should have like written these dates down when I was sixteen. Oh, it's all right. Year nine? I don't know. Yeah, year nine. So you know what I mean? They, what, like she kind of then she moved in with us and stuff. So that was great. So I think it was there wasn't a lot. You know what I mean? It was kind of like I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't put myself. I didn't put too much pressure on myself because you, you're just kind of going through it, aren't you? Like what you're gonna do? And how was that? <laughs> how was that? Yeah. <laughs> how was that feeling? Like, how did you feel being younger and seeing your stepdad like meeting someone else and remarrying? Because I know that's like one that's one thing that like is always so difficult for either the parent mm. or the kids to understand. Like to watch their whichever parents left meeting yeah. other people. Yeah, I think. I mean. At first, and I don't mind saying this because Wendy will agree, I was, I out of all four of us, I was very kind of, what's the word? I kind of like stepped back a bit. Like I was kind of the one who was a bit, mm, I'm not sure about this situation. But I think I was just being protective. Do you know what I mean? I think that was just, mm-hmm. that's it. And like, it is hard. Like it, it is, like I can't say it's, it's easy. It is really hard. But I remember... I remember someone in school, I think one of my teachers said, but when you're older, you're going to get a boyfriend and get married and have kids and so is your sister and so are your brothers. And they were like, what do you want Nino to do? Do you want Nino to sit at home on his own for forever now? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It, it, it literally is kind of one of those, like, what? Who do, you, who do you want to be happy? Like, if you want, if you can grow up and meet someone and get married, like, why shouldn't, why shouldn't Nino be able to do that again? 
Do you know what I mean? And Wendy is literally the best thing that's ever happened to us. So, <laughs> literally. So, that's, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it is hard, but it's it's like, I don't know. It's, I couldn't imagine Wendy not being here now. Do you know what I mean? Snaps to her, yeah. though, as well. Like, that's a lot to take on, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah. We always say that to her. We always say, like, what what sold it to you? Like, how did Nina know. By the way, I have four kids at home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, your your stepdad must be something else, a bit of a dilf. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I know. Because Wendy's got two kids as well. Um but they oh, your family like, parties must be chaos. Oh honest to God, it a Wormsley party, it's so good, it can't even cope. All the gin and everything, <laughs> it's good. Um but yeah, it's like she's got um they were older, I think. I think if the more kids had had to move in, I think I would have found that hard. You know, like other mm. kids moving in. I think that would have been mm. difficult. Um, but no, when these kids are older, they were like, I think they one of them was at uni. Yeah, no, they were both at uni. Um, so no, yeah, that I think it is hard at first, but then you kind of realise like, oh, this is actually making Nina really, really happy. So why would I not want this? And it was kind of nice for me, like, I, like I remember, like I don't know whether to say this on the podcast, but I remember she was like, "Do you want to go bra shopping?" And I was like, "Oh, hallelujah!" <laughs> <laughs> oh. I love that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I remember thinking, "Oh my god, thank God!" Like, do you know what I mean? I've been wearing like the one bra yeah. bought, bought like two years ago. <laughs> That's the kind of thing, though, that I think other people won't think about. Like, yeah, you need that figure in your life yeah. to to go and do those things with like mm. speaking about as well like do you obviously your mum's missed out on so much I know. of your life like mm. crazy amounts does that like does that still get to you now yeah I think out of out of everything that is probably what gets me the most I think yeah. out of everything that is probably what gets me the most because like she's she like you just said she literally has missed everything like do you know what yeah. I mean like I didn't even get I didn't even get my SAT results I, t- I had to take yeah. my SATs two weeks after my mum passed away um, oh. and I oh um, so I think that is I think that is probably what's maybe the hardest is that she has missed everything like she has no idea do you know what I mean she has no idea I'm at uni she has no idea of been traveling. Mm. She has no idea that she has no idea of that I'm not deciding to be a doctor, to be honest. But <laughs> I, think, I think I think that is I think that is what's hard. And like, you know, like I mean, I've not got a boyfriend at the minute, but I found like my boyfriends that I've had. Um, there's not, that's only two, by the way. I've not had loads of boyfriends. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to clarify. There's not like seven of them. Um, I've always been like, oh, like you're never gonna you know what I mean you're never gonna meet them all you're never gonna know but on the other hand I do sometimes think and I think especially when I've listened to you two on the podcast and you said like oh my mum was there for this or you know what I mean or my dad was there for this and now that they're gone like in a way I, I this is probably just me trying to be positive about it but it's like you've had all those memories of these people and now they're not there anymore whereas I've not even had those memories does that make sense? And there's definitely pros and cons for both, isn't there? Yeah, like, a thousand percent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like when you lose a parent at Salmonai's age, 
it's like you've got to know them and your friends so it's like it's losing a parent and a friend and all those memories yeah losing a parent at your age though like I I I can imagine feeling robbed and feeling angry and being like Mm. why did I never get the opportunity to do all of that because your mum must have been like what like 35 max yeah I think she was oh god 40 yeah I think I think she was I don't know, 39. She was at least 35 to 40, one of those. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not. It's just so it's, young. I know, it's not. But but then I also think, I remember on one of the podcasts, I think it was Sam, Sam said, like, I don't know who it was. One, someone said, like, oh, it's so annoying because when something happens, I know what my dad would have said or I know that my mum would have said this. And I remember mm. thinking, I have no idea. Like, I literally have no idea, and sometimes that's really hard. Like, I don't yeah. know, like, it's good and it's bad. Like you said, there's pros and cons, but, it's like, you know, if I have a bloody argument with a boy or I don't know what to do about uni, I can't sit there and think, oh, what would my mum What would my mum have said? Because I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. My mum might have said, oh, grow some bloody balls and stop moaning, or she might have said, like, oh, don't worry, it's fine. Do you know what I mean? But I have no idea. Mm. Um. And that I think that is like the biggest thing of it's hindsight in it. Like I don't, I don't actually know. Oh God! Yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually feeling really emotional about this. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. I'm going to get that bottle of Bailey's out the cupboard again. I think. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I know I finished my gin. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so do you like when you were going through school mm. um did you have to because obviously especially at that age everyone assumes that you just have two parents yeah I mean even now people assume that I have two parents and I have mm. to actively say no I've only got one did you find that like going through secondary school and like even now like <laughs> to, to be fair just a quick one side note mm. <laughs> Kaylee must be like, well, I've got my dad, and then I've got my stepdad, oh, and my mum's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you know, I've actually got, I've actually got six parents. I know. You know what? It's so funny that you've just said that because I'll sometimes I'll be in work or I'll be speaking to people, especially when I'm at uni and people don't really know me, and I'll be like, oh well, Nino. I'll be like, I was with Nino on Wednesday yesterday, and they'll go, who? who's Nino on Monday? And I'll go, oh, you know what? I haven't even got time. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> got time for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, I'm like, I haven't even got time. Like, I just think I'm not even... Sometimes I will literally just say, oh, well, my mum and dad, because I just can't be bothered. But, yeah, I think yeah. when I was in high school, especially, especially, like, imagine being in year seven and someone being like, what does your mum do? And being like, mm, yeah. yeah like bloody hell like you're 11 but yeah no my mum's not here they don't know what to say and I think a lot of what I used to get when I was little was oh my god I don't know what I do without my mum because kids don't know what to say Mm -hmm. they don't know how to react to things like you don't you don't know to go oh my god I am so sorry like you you don't know what to say at all um and even now like you two have said functioning adults don't know how to react so an 11 year old it doesn't know what to say so I think I've got a lot of I don't know what I do without my mum like just that but 
yeah I do which makes you feel really good doesn't it like oh thank you I know really really good I remember I remember when I was this lad said it to me once when he picked me up from like a date it was like our first date and we were on the way and he was like oh whose cars are outside then and I thought bloody hell how long have you got um I kind of said like oh no my mum passed away and he went this was like a fully functioning person he was like oh I don't know why I do without my mum I thought bloody (laughs) hell that's made me feel better thanks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> such a shit thing to say it's Honestly, like oh well that. you know I, I didn't know either but here we are thanks <laughs> yeah. I was just like I don't know why you've just said that to me but all right <laughs> but yeah I can give you a few tips if you want yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Christ what do you want me to say send in the link to the podcast you're like here you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah no yeah um but yeah so I think it is difficult like especially over high school when people are young and you don't really know how to react to things um that kind of yeah not good but yeah so like now that you're older do you have like any like open conversations about it with friends and stuff like if you're having like a shit evening or you're feeling mm. like angry or mm. upset like do you talk to anybody about it yeah see I am literally so sensitive so sensitive it is ridiculous I cry at everything and I am a bit of an I am an open book like my closest friends I will tell them everything so do talk about my mum and I think kind of like my closest friends get that and they don't have an issue with it um like at all like I'll be like oh buddy I like and you know what I mean I literally do not mind talking about my mum at all even even if I'm in work or if something reminds me of my mum or I think or I think oh my mum oh like my mum used to like her I'd just say it like I don't mm. know I don't have an issue talking about my mum at all I know a lot of people do um but I think it's one of them like why why wouldn't I say it like I don't know why yeah why wouldn't I why do you know what I mean like it's not Sam Riddler always says I'd say it if he was alive so why would I not say it now just because he's dead yeah exactly and and I think as well, like, if you don't, if you don't talk about it, like, it's just blasé and, like, this person is still here, you, I'm going to be in work one day. I've never spoken about my mum and being like, oh, my mum really liked to listen to her. And everyone will be like, fucking hell, it's happened. She's mentioned it. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, my God, everyone stop. <laughs> like, oh, my God, what do we say? And it's just like, it doesn't need to be like that. Like, this was still a person that was here and... Like, I still remember things. And, like, this is 11 years on now when I've told you guys, like, quite a lot from 11 years ago. Like, yeah. I just, like, and if I didn't talk about it, I probably would forget. And I don't, why would you want to do that? I don't know. Yeah, I love that. So, how, like, you're having these conversations now and stuff. Do you, like, has, does it change any of your relationships with your friends? Like, or do you have any other friends that have, that have lost parents that you can relate to or do they just all their all their knowledge of losing a parent is just through you talking about it yeah it literally is that I think and I'm really sorry if anyone's listening to this that I've offended but I can't think of anyone that I know that has lost a parent I honestly honestly can't not like I mean like a best friend someone I'm really really close to um yeah no I can't I can't think of anyone and I think that's kind of like that is hard because you want someone to be able to relate to and I think that's why that's kind of like why I've liked this podcast because I was like oh my god this is finally people who literally know exactly what it feels to 
you know, have to talk about it or feel crap or like, I don't know, like I, and literally all my friends are absolutely amazing. Um, like every single one of them, I'll moan and do whatever and they don't care, but I haven't really got anyone who who's like, oh, I get that. I get it. I've had that before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's, I mean, I love that because that's like why we wanted to do this because we knew, like we knew how that felt. Mm. Do you still now get that thing? Because you talked about traveling. Mm. Do people, will, will people still say to you like, oh, your mum would be so proud? Or like, do, do you still have enough people around you that knew your mum that would say that to you? Yeah. Or do you so, not get that so much? Um, not, I don't, not a lot, no. Um, I get it off my, I kind of like my dad's side, which sounds a bit odd. Um, but like my dad's side, because obviously like my mum was with my dad, obviously. Um, so yeah. they're kind of very much like, oh, your mum would be so proud of you. I think my grandma said this to me yesterday when I was ranting about uni, to be honest. Um, uh-huh. And I do like even when I've done like like I did the ten k um, last year because obviously it was ten years last year. Um, yeah. And I got it then and stuff, but not not a lot. Like when I applied for uni and I kind of like started to sort my life out. Um, like Nina and Wendy were very much like your mum would be really really proud of you. And like on my twenty first birthday, you know, Wendy gave me like a framed picture of my mum on her twenty first. Um, oh. I know. Oh, you can imagine the emotion. <laughs> um, oh my god! Yeah. yeah. So it's very. I do. You do get it quite a bit, but maybe not. There are people around me, but I think it's hard because as well, all my friends now, none of them knew my mum. None of them. Literally, not one of them mm-hmm. knew my mum because they're all either high school friends or work friends. Yeah, that's got to be so difficult because I. I mean, you mentioned it earlier as well, like. Mm when you like especially when you're meeting like part new partners or whatever mm. you're like you you will never know the you you will never know the person that made me like who I am yeah. like this is why I am this way because of this person yeah exactly and yeah and I think that is like it is hard I mean I am I am friends with this this one girl who's always been friends with since primary school um, not like best friends with her but I was will always be in contact and I always say to her like you'll you'll be at my wedding because she knew my mum mm-hmm. so well like she was one I went swimming with <laughs> do you know what I mean like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so she like but yeah I don't know it is difficult I think because you meet people and you're like oh you have no idea like you can't even say oh like that your mum would have liked that and yeah you know it is that is a difficult one um it would be nice to like kind of have someone who'd be like oh yeah like I know exactly what she would have said and things like that but yeah and then what um did your relationship change with your real dad to, no to be honest not from what I remember no but like it I don't know like it just it was kind of different because obviously like he wasn't he obviously like come over and stuff and he was at the funeral and everything but like he I always used to kind of go and see him like every two weeks and I did see him quite often um but not from what I can remember no it didn't um but I am very kind of much now like I want to kind of like wrap him in bubble wrap or something I want to wrap like Nino because it's like oh my god like you've you know what I mean you've only got these yeah I mean I'm quite lucky really because I've got three (laughs) yeah (laughs) in a way um but you know what I mean you're like oh I just don't want don't want anything to happen now because I've I literally have yeah. the fear especially now I'm this age and mm-hmm. I'd be very aware of what was going on 
yeah the fear mm. I feel that yeah <laughs> the fear exactly did it do you think it changed the way I mean you were so young so do you actively remember it changing the way you looked at life back then and does it change the way that you look at life now yeah a thousand percent yeah like I, I think it's different because I think for other people, like maybe yourself, you could say like, oh, I know how I used to think before it happened and it's changed this. Yeah. Whereas I think I've now grown up with this mentality of like, you appreciate, like I literally appreciate like who's in your life. Like I, like, yeah. I hate it. You know, when you're shopping and you hear people like talking shit to the parents and stuff. And I just think like, what are you doing? And I don't know, I'm, I'm very sensitive. I cry all the time. And I think that is because of it. And I literally... I'll watch a film I think you two we I think it was you two was on about watching A Star Is Born oh my god yeah Yeah, I watched it last week oh don't like you literally feel you feel like you've lost that person (laughs) like yeah you do you're that is that is it like you I feel everything 10 times more I think like an advert about a dog on tv I'm like you know what I mean I feel it um (sighs) So yeah. def- definitely definitely has kind of like shaped a lot of the person I am um because like it's, it's going to isn't it I think you appreciate things and yeah. you kind of realize like if I was 11 and I can go through that like I and I've been through a lot like what can't what can't I go through do you know what I mean like yeah mm. gosh yeah that's like and you're saying about um like hearing people arguing in the press and supermarket and stuff like because mm. I used to get pissed off at uni when people would be like ranting about their parents or there was like I remember like a specific time when there was a girl at uni that was like getting she was so upset and angry that her parents didn't want to sit together at her graduation and I was like just be thankful that you've got them both yeah like and that's and that's me like just that was four years ago and that must have been for you, like, mm. like magnified because yeah. going through secondary school, especially, that's when everyone's arguing with their parents. Yeah, fully. and you must just be sat there like, guys. Come yeah, on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, oh my god, I've had a few arguments with Nino. Don't get me wrong, but I do think like, from like I don't know, from perspective, it's just kind of like there's so much more to life. Like, just appreciate what you've got. Like, even like, oh my god, I'd do anything to argue with my mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you? You'd do do anything. Um, so I think it's like it's not nice, kind of seeing it from another point of view of like, oh my god, like stop! Like you've you've got like you know people who've got a mom and a dad who are still together as well. Like yeah. I just think, oh my god, you're so lucky. Like, what are you moaning about? But obviously, everyone moans. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all in perspective, isn't it? Mm. So, what would you? I mean, what would you say to someone that has lost a parent? Right, I'm going to ask two questions. What would you say to someone that's lost a parent as young as you did, Yeah. first off? And then do you think that advice would be different for someone who's losing a parent now? Oh, gosh, that's a hard question. Um, I think when, when, so when I read, like, the questions before, I kind of thought of two things. So the first thing was, I remember being, because I was so little, I remember thinking, like, oh, I'm not going to school. And it was great. But then I also remember thinking, like, how am I going to... I remember thinking, there's no way I'm ever going to get up, get my school uniform on and go to school 
and everything's going to be okay. I remember thinking that in my head. I genuinely do remember thinking, I can't mm. get into a routine. There's no way I can go out with my mates and play out. And you know what I mean? Like, I remember thinking that, but mm-hmm. but it do, it literally does just get better. Like, there's no day when you wake up and you're just like, I'm going to go out. Oh, I don't know. It does just get better. It just does. Like, that's just literally just what happens. And I think when it happens, you, I remember thinking, I'm never going to get into a routine again. I'm never going to be able to get in the car and go for a meal with my family and not be like yeah. devastated that my mum's not here but it does just happen like you just kind of get on with it don't you um yeah and I also remember thinking I think one of the questions was like what was advice that was given to you but yeah. when when my mum was ill I remember she made us like walk down this street I don't know if the doctor had been like you need to walk more or something and I remember walking with my mum and she was like, this is crap, this, in it? And I was like, yeah, and she'd lost all her hair at this point. And, like, this doesn't even sound real when I say it. Um, and she was like, it's crap. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's not fair. And she was like, I was thinking the other day, she was like, why did this happen to me? Why did this have to happen to me? I've got four kids. I've just got a new job. We've just moved in this new house. Why did this have to happen to me? Why not someone else? And I remember thinking, like, shit, yeah. And then my mum was like, but Kaylee, why not me? Why, literally that's what she said to me why not me and I always always think that like whenever I feel sorry for myself or wh- which is a lot <laughs> or whenever I'm thinking you know what I mean oh this is so unfair why couldn't this happen to someone else I always think but even my mom who it was happening to actually said but why shouldn't this have happened to me why should this have happened to someone else and I always always think that like and I always let myself feel sorry for myself for about three hours and then I'm just like no just get over it now like yeah. this do you know what I mean why shouldn't this have happened to you kind of thing so that's yeah. probably that's yeah. probably two life lessons <laughs> I love that and I think the way like the way that the, whoever you're losing your mum or your dad or whatever the mm. way that they um see it and speak about it like affects you massively like I like my dad had a very similar view and he was like look this is life people have to die yeah I'm, unfortunately I'm just the one that's going now yeah it's that literally yeah exactly like it is and it is and I think it was quite good because that did make me think because I think a lot of the time and now now I look back at it I did feel so sorry for myself so sorry I do anything yeah. like maths not doing it do you know what I mean like DT <laughs> yeah. not doing it science yeah, not I'm, doing it. I'm not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> literally and I did I think I did milk it kind of a lot and then it was just kind of like well even my mum was like this well, why shouldn't this have happened to me so you kind of need to get kind of think to yourself well well it has now like do you know what I mean it has and you yeah. these are what do what do people say like these are the cards you've been dealt with kind of thing you know what I mean like yeah, you can't yeah. do anything about it so you just have to kind of deal with it god I love yeah. that <laughs> I know it doesn't sound real like when I was like oh I'm gonna say that and they're like they're gonna think I've made it up because it doesn't sound real but like, it's fully like what she said to me I remember it yeah, thank you yeah and that's amazing that's like that's so nice that that's a memory that you can hold on to mm. and because it's funny that we all have these things that when we're in a funk you have to remember back to one like just that just that one sentence and you're like right I'm back in the room let's go yeah. right I felt sorry for myself this has mm. happened but like look I've been through 11 years yeah here I am it is it is crazy I can't believe it's been 11 years I was thinking like before I was like oh my god 11 years like that is crazy I think what's weird is now I'm 22 so I've lived exactly the same amount of time that I did with my mum does that make sense yeah 
I know that sounds dead weird. That's a really weird way to think about it. But I was like, that's like, no, well, that's that's like true because even well, like Kat was saying the other week to me, she was like, I don't, um, she said, I don't want to get to the time in my life where I've lived more years without a mum than I have with her. But you're yeah, like, I'll be doing you're that. There. I yeah. will be there. I'll be there re- like really soon. Um, which is crazy, isn't it? Like that is crazy. I'm only 22. Do you know what's refreshing for us as well though is, mm-hmm. and like I find this more and more, the more people I speak to about it, it's like even 11 years on, like mm-hmm. you still need to talk about it. You, it still affects you, like oh yeah, daily life. Co- yeah, of course. And I know what, that was kind of what I was worried about. Like I messaged my friend, I was like, oh my God, what if people are going to listen to this and think, bloody hell, open I'm not like this 11 years in. Like, <laughs> Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like, oh my God, she needs like therapy or something. But no, like I think like you, sh- you should do and I think it should just kind of show like you don't forget things. Like I did, that was something I really worried about. Oh my God, am I going to forget all these things that I've remembered now? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But you don't like I. I if I can remember these things now, then I will do. And maybe some of these memories probably aren't exactly how they played out because they do change in your head, don't they? Um, oh yeah, but yeah. But like but, Toby, Toby rang me after I did mine, and she was like, "So wrong. That was wrong. That was yeah. wrong." Years <laughs> <laughs> ago. Yeah, yeah. I do think that probably some of them won't be right, but um but no, yes. I think it is good to talk about it, and like I'm, I'm very much a talker very very much if I have an issue no matter how big how small I have to talk about it I can't keep things in whether that's a good thing whether that's a bad thing I don't know but I am very much a talker <laughs> a good thing for us babe that's I know what we want on yeah exactly yeah I know yeah oh it's amazing well I'm gonna unfortunately I'd love to continue talking but we have been for like an hour I know I can't believe it I'm sorry no it's been amazing you've spoken so well honestly oh god hope so so good well thanks for having me anyway <laughs> thank you so much Kaylee. it's yeah. been an absolute dream Kaylee, it was so good to e-meet you yeah no definitely definitely thanks for having me <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this week's dpc podcast we hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have and have found some comfort in the stories that you've heard today if you've resonated with anything we've said have any questions or want to get involved, please do contact us. We're on Instagram. It's at DPC Podcast. You can email us on dpcpodcast at hotmail.com or we have a contact form on our website, www.dpcpodcast.co.uk. We have a whole bunch of resources over on our website. More information about dealing with grief, losing a parent and professionals to contact if you should need it. Because as Kat so eloquently said in our first podcast, we're not providing healthcare, we're just chatting shit. <laughs> if you think this podcast could help someone, then we would love for you to share it. We upload new podcasts every week, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Loads of love from Sam and Kat. See, See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Nailed it. Nailed it. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 